Y'all ready for this? Okay. Um, it's clearly Saturday. Life update. Um, been working. Update on my Bridgerton journey. I'm on book number four, which is Penelope and Collins' book. I'm about to cry just thinking about it. Like, I'm so excited. They're, from what I've seen and heard, their book is, like, literally the lyrics of You Belong With Me. Uh, <laughs> and Love Story Combined. <gasps> Somebody put together... Oh, what was this? I need songs? Love Story in the violin. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, if... So, I just finished Benedict and Sophie's book. If an instrumental version of Enchanted does not play during their season, I want my money back because that's literally like the whole thing. That's the whole is, book is basically like a rewrite of a Cinderella story because she like meets him at a masked ball and has to be home by a certain time to get there before her stepmother and stepsisters get back, and then they like re-meet three years later and he doesn't know it's her and all this stuff and i'm like if enchanted does not play during that season i want my money back um but yes they like penelope and colin from what i've seen and heard is love story and you belong with me put together and apparently it's like the smuttiest book i'm waiting on it to be there's a carriage scene and there's something about a mirror i don't know I don't know much, but I do know that because <laughs> based off TikTok, um, oh yeah, I've started my fifty six thousand nine hundred and thirty second uh, rewatch of Gilmore Girls. <laughs> Please, is that an actual number? Are you making that up? I'm embellishing, but <laughs> I don't think anybody could watch. Hell, I'd have to watch that show like every day for the rest of my life to watch it that many times. There's I like nine seasons. I wouldn't be shocked if that six was seasons. Real, I wouldn't be shocked if that was a real number. You're obsessed. I with love Gil- that. Show. You're obsessed with Gilmore Girls. I love that show with all my heart and soul. Um, so I'm rewatching it again. I just Lorelai is my favorite. Will always be my favorite. I love her with all my heart. I want to be her when I grow up. The sad thing is, I'm now realizing that she was only like in her early 30s when that show started, and I'm like only about five years out. So that makes me real nervous, <laughs> um, and real sad. Apparently, I'm the same age as Meredith Blake in The Parent Trap. Yay! <laughs> Glad for that. Um, if it makes you if it makes you feel any better, make you feel any worse. I am 19 now. That doesn't make me feel better. Um, so, the Jonas Brothers, the tour. Hallie and I have been talking about this before we clicked record. Um, so, I've made like 50-something friendship bracelets because I'm not saving it to the last minute like I did with Taylor. That will not be happening again. Mm-hmm. We were up till 1 a.m. in the hotel room and only made about five. <laughs> we'll not be doing that this time. Um... So I've made a bunch. So we're ready on that end. I need to get my outfits off of Etsy. And when I order my Jonas Brothers outfit, I'm also ordering. I found some cute spooky season tees. I found a Halloween Town t-shirt and a crew neck that says Salem, Massachusetts. And then this other one that has skeletons with pumpkin heads dancing. 
just a lot of spooky season stuff. Um, but I think I've decided I'm going to wear, I found on Etsy a vintage tee that has the uh, Jonas Brothers album, like the original Jonas Brothers album on the front and it's got the tour dates on the back. So I'm going to do that. Um, and then I also want to order off their website, the, uh, the blue, the navy blue shirt. I do like the navy blue. Because that is their entrance from the 2019 concert that I went to. Mm-hmm. So I want that shirt and I want the bucket hat. I think I want either the crew neck or the brown hoodie. I want to get the crew neck if they have one for Nashville. But mm-hmm. so far, I don't think that they've changed it up. I think there was just the one for Yankee Stadium. I think I might get the hoodie. I think there was just because that the crew neck says Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Um, but I think they just made it for that one. Joe is like a huge fan of the Yankees, and that's where they opened. So I feel like that's gonna be the only one. I don't think they're doing any Nashville specifics. Mm-hmm. If they do, I'll buy it at the concert. <laughs> but, um, I'm very nervous about the concert. So they're playing Comeback, and the last time I heard Comeback Live was when we had those signs in our seat at the concert that said, thank you for coming back to us, and we were supposed to hold them up during that song, and we all did, and like it was the whole stadium held up those signs, and when they read them, they all started crying, and so then I cried through the whole song, so now I can never listen to that song without crying, so good luck. (laughs) For handling me when that song comes on <laughs> in the stadium. <laughs> Yay. Um, but that's all I've got. Next. Well, <laughs> I've, had, I've, had an, I've had an eventful week. Um, I've worked and I started back to school. Yay. No yay. No fun at all. Um, so far, I have had two breakdowns. Well, you know. And one crisis on, like, I don't know what I want to do with the rest of my life. <laughs> I still have that crisis. <laughs> so, that happened. I have been... I have never been more exhausted in my life. I walked into work Thursday, and I felt like I had slept for two hours. I was like... I was dragging, so I'm going to have to find something with caffeine in it to keep me going. Um, Coffee. Get used see, to it. I, I have tried coffee before. I took a sip of my mom's coffee. Well, it's not really coffee. It's Hers is like creamer with coffee in it. It's creamer with a splash of coffee. And it was fine. I just can't get over the bitterness. Believe me, you get used to it. I used to not be able to handle it, and now I'm like, give me a shot of espresso. I'll take it like a champ. I You get you get used to it every time. Because I used to be like Christy. I couldn't drink anything that tastes like coffee. And now I'm like, I'll take a straight up cappuccino. That's fantastic. Um, yeah, I did that. Um, yeah, I think that's all I've done is just work school, work school. Oh, the college life. I hate it. (laughs) I'm ready for it to be over. In the words of Monica Monica Geller, life sucks. You're going to love it. Yeah. (laughs) Or Eric Matthews from Boy Meets World. (laughs) Life's tough. Get a helmet. (laughs) Honestly, yeah. 
I'm leaking. <laughs> this water bottle is not my best friend. This is one of those circle water bottles that have the, like, flavoring things you put in them. Yeah. So this is, like, fruit punch flavoring. What kills me, though, is I can't believe it doesn't, like, how does it not turn the water in the bottle, like, pink from the flavoring? It doesn't go, it doesn't go back down. I don't know. So when I drink through here, I'm tasting fruit punch, but this is regular water. Yeah. It's crazy. Also, you can adjust the uh, amount of flavoring you want to come through when you take a drink. And (laughs) this morning, I tried it for the first time, and it was on like a three. I was like, I think I can. Or it was on a two. And I was like, I think I can handle a little bit more. But I didn't know which way it went. Mm -hmm. So I put it on one. I thought it was only out of three. I put it on one. I was like, wow, that's really light. Well, then I like turned it and I was like oh it goes up even further I put it on six and took a swig it felt like I drank straight syrup it was <laughs> disgusting <laughs> I was gagging so now I'll leave it at a three I am dripping this everywhere ignore um anything else nope I think that's about it well alright Let's get on into today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Family Fiction with Hallie and Carmen. And today we're going to be doing it's. it's I think this will be a fun episode. Yes, I'm excited. Um, we are going to be doing a book tag. Now, for those who may or may not know what a book tag is, Carmen, would you like to explain? Sure. Um. For all my people that have been around since the booktube days, I feel like that still exists, but not as much as it used to. It's, it still exists, but it's not as popular as yeah. BookTok is. BookTok well, is taken TikTok over. TikTok took it over. <laughs> it took everything over. Um, So, people used to do this on booktube all the time, and some people still do it on Instagram. Um, So, book tag is like, basically, I would answer these... Um, categories Mm -hmm. and then I would tag somebody to do it um so we're doing our own take on that obviously we're not going to be tagging anybody to also do theirs (laughs) um we're tagging each other (laughs) um so there's different categories like your best the best book you read the worst book you read and other types of categories um that we're going to go through but you basically do it and you answer with the books that you read that year. They do, some people do like a mid-year book tag and then an end-of-year book tag. Um, so we're going to be doing this for books we've read recently. Um, mm-hmm. And then maybe at the end of the year, maybe we'll do an end-of-year book tag. But um, I think I got, all my answers are from books I've read this year so far. But our criteria was kind of just, you know, books read recently. If it wasn't this year, then, you know, late last year. Um, so, yeah, we're going to go through each of those categories that we have listed, um, and just to kind of give you, like, a sneak peek at the categories, we have the best book, the worst book, book that made me cry, book that made me laugh, best fictional character, best couple, book that made me angry, book that stressed me out, book that I read in one day, book that took me forever to read, book that made me believe in love, book that made me fall in love with reading, and the book that made me wish I couldn't read. (laughs) So that last category I got 
one girl on Instagram, I can't remember who it was, was doing, um, like, what should, what book should I read next based off of one-star reviews? And one of the books had a one-star review of, this book made me wish I couldn't read. And I just thought that was the funniest thing. And everybody in the comments was like, please read that one. I don't know what that is, but please read it. So, um, I thought that would be a fun category to add. But, before we get into that, Hallie, what are you currently reading? <laughs> Still Heaven's Official Blessing? Well, it's Heaven Official's Blessing and Fourth Wing. I'm, dub- I'm doubling up, which is probably a huge mistake since I'm starting school. Have you started Fourth Wing yet? I'm going to start it tonight. It's so good. So, that is also what I'm currently reading because Hallie and I are in a buddy read with Liz um, if you've been listening for a while, then you'll remember we had Liz on um, for an episode. Um, so we're buddy reading with her, Fourth Wing by Rebecca Yaros. Um, I'm on chapter seven. It's phenomenal so far. Like, I'm obsessed. I'm, like, if they don't make it into a TV show or movie, like, what are we doing with our lives? Um, it's so good. I, I've already put stuff in my Etsy cart of, like, the war college, like, t-shirts. <laughs> I'm already that obsessed. Um, I've started annotating mm-hmm. in it already and, like, marking certain pages. Um, I can't wait to give this one to Emily to read because <laughs> the annotations oh, are already off to an interesting start. Oh, Emily em- always enjoys it. Poor mine. Emily. <laughs> Emily, was re- <laughs> Emily was reading House of Sky and Breath <laughs> and she got to a page that I had written Looks like it's sex o'clock. <laughs> and we both died. Um, she has finished House of Sky and Breath. She texted me. No. Yes, it's been an adventure. Um, so, yeah, that's what we're both currently reading. Fun, fun. Yep. Um, all right. Well, I guess we'll get on into today's episode. After we get finished recording, I'm going to educate Hallie on Jonas Brothers. Well. I'm going to start her education. It's not te- It's not technically starting with, we're, we're backpedaling. Because I've. Hallie knows the recent stuff. She doesn't know the stuff that I like grew up on. Well, I know some things, but not a whole bunch. I know some of like the main, I know some of like familiar with like Love Bug, um, Burning Up, and Sorry. In year 3000, you've, you're, you're trying to culture me. Sorry, because I've blasted it. (laughs) Because if I want to hear Nick sing it the way it was sung in 2008. Um, I first saw the Jonas Brothers perform when they opened up for Hannah Montana at the Thompson Bowling Arena in Knoxville, Tennessee. So I've been a fan since I was literally like eight years old. So them singing old songs is my, my, the child inside me that used to it's your do karaoke. It's your childhood heiress tour. Yes. The person, the little person inside of me that used to sing karaoke on the front porch with Cassidy to um, Can't Have You and A Little Bit Longer and Pushing Me Away is screaming. So, I'm very excited. Um, so, after this, we're going to go downstairs. I've got the uh, the old 3D concert experience on DVD, and then Amazon Prime has the Happiness Begins tour and the documentary, and then 
um, Disney Plus has, you know, Jonas and Jonas LA. So eventually Hallie and I are going to get to all those before the concert. Yes, yes. ma'am. <laughs> um, but yes. I'm very excited for you to witness this because I remember this concert. Are I you going to be begging you, to go to the concert. Are you going to be singing while we're watching the concert? Are you going to be jumping up and down? I think it's safe to say yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm not saying no. Let's put it that way. Um, okay. Well, let's get into this discussion. Um, so like I said, we're doing this book tag thing. So we have each chosen books to complement each category. Um, so yeah. Would you like to start or would you like me to start? We'll go category by category. Like You can start. Back and forth. Okay. So, for the best book I've read this year, I put The Cruel Prince by Holly Black. Mm. Um, I have been keeping somewhat of a book bracket, and so far that is, like, keeping up in the ranks. Hold on. Um, so, this book, I just think it, I don't know, it's the best book I've read this year, for sure. There's been a lot of books in my top, and, like, you know, rated them five stars. They were great. They were fantastic. Including, recently, the Bridgerton books. Um, but, Cruel Prince just had everything for me. Because it has the suspense, it has the plot twists, it has the crazy moments, it has the you know, enemies to lovers, base, um, taking back what she deserves. Um, I liked the aspect of it. I thought it was, you know, it's fae, but it's not the fae that we've seen before because aspects of it take place in the real world, which I thought was really interesting. And I just think it's a fresh new take on the fae, um, which obviously it's been, it's been around for a hot minute, but, um, yeah, so far this year, I just think it's topped everything. Um, the writing is really great. Characters are compelling. They're very relatable. There's nothing about it that I was like, mm, that seems a little far-fetched. Everything felt like it was on point, you know, doing a great job. So, that is my pick for best book. Um, my pick for best book is, well, so far, has been... Realm of Shadows and Flame mm, okay. by B.L. Talley. Um, we had Brit on the podcast not that long ago. Um, I just... It's like you said. It has a it has a really cool take on the Fae with the lesser Fae. Demi... Demi Fae? Quarter Fae. Quarter Fae, thank you. Um, it is it has a great world. Really interesting lore in terms of the world building aspect. A, an amazing female main character who does what she wants pretty much and comes and slays also has a very kick butt little sister archer we love archer who in this basically hallie we love archer in this household <laughs> i literally can't stop picturing her as hallie and i don't know why that is and it's just <sighs> i'm ready for the second one to come out oh i know i I'll be getting off my book buying ban and getting it. 
I which need... I got to beta read it, and it was really good. So I, I can't wait for, the, like, official I, copy to come out. I gotta get the first one, and then get the second one as well. That way I can start my collection. Um, but yeah, I would say that one. I've been looking for a new fantasy series to, like, really get into, and so far I'm really into what Brit's bringing to the table, so. No, because we've exhausted all of our Sarah J. Mossness. I know. We're suffering the Sarah well, J. Moss no, hangover. because you still have to read Silver Flames and House of Earth and Blood, or Sky and Breath. I know. It's just, that'll probably get done on my fall break. <laughs> you definitely, you have to read... Silver Flames before you read Sky and Breath. I know. And especially before you read Flame and Shadow. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Come on, Sam. Um. But yeah. I would say best book for me right now is Realm of Shadows and Flame. Good pick. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> Good answer. Okay. Worst book this year. Um... <laughs> I put, <laughs> I put, I choose myself by Jeep Teeth and Potty. So I bought this book because I was a Love is Blind fan. And I was like, ooh, I want to know what the tea was behind Deep Tea and Shake. Ooh, I just, I want to know all the tea. And this book, that was about 10% of the book. The rest of the book was about her life, which is fine. But that's not what I came here for. Uh huh. I came for the tea. And then she didn't really give much because she wanted to respect people's privacy, which is fine. But it was just like kind of a waste of buying the book. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just don't think it had a lot. And I, honestly, I even fell off the podcast that they were running because I don't know. There's parts where I'm like, they sound like mean girls. And so I didn't want to, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I bought it and it wasn't worth the buy. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't interesting. Like, there was nothing about her life that was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. She had a crazy life. Like, this is, you know, book worthy. It was not worth writing a book. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, So, that is my pick for worst book. My worst book comes from last year. So, I'm sure you can probably guess what it is. <laughs> Um, that is The Crown of Gilded Bones <laughs> by Jennifer Lawrence. I'll tell you why it's the worst book in the world. Because I didn't actually finish it. <laughs> because it was that bad. Um, I could write a whole essay on why I think it's the worst book. <laughs> it's, if you, if someone held a gun to my head and asked me what the plot was, I couldn't tell you. Who the heck knows? If somebody had a gun to my head and said, give me the world building in 10 seconds or less, I got nothing. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't so know something that, I don't know. Something about vampires, werewolves. <laughs> Ascensions. I got what? nothing. Ascendants. I, I don't know. Um, not to mention lots of grammar issues, which when you lit, when you have a mom that has a master's in reading and is the grammar queen of the house... Yeah, you start well, to pick up on stuff. And even just, like, the whole thing with, like, there's two different characters named Victor spelled two different ways, and she <laughs> used the wrong spelling for the wrong character. Why would you even do that to yourself? Why would you even put another Victor character in there? I don't know. Did you run out of ideas? Did you run out of names on your name generator? Yikes. Um, But, yeah, it's just, I don't know. 
It didn't hit. It it did it widely missed. <laughs> Strikeout. Um. Yeah, the worst book goes. I really wanted to put the whole series, but I would I just put that one because uh, I didn't finish it. But the first and second book were good. Eh. The, Hallie. The more I sit on it, the more I'm like, eh. The first and second book were very compelling. Were you intrigued at the time? Well, yeah, but then the more I... No, no, no. But the more... In the moment, did you enjoy the book? Yes. In the moment, did you enjoy Crowd of Guild of Bones? No. So there's your difference. The first book was crazy. Like, I was so intrigued. What's gonna happen? And then it went downhill. (laughs) Well, the second one was good. Yeah, it was... The second one was the enemies to lovers we all wanted. Yeah. Anyways... All right. Anyways, next category. Um, <laughs> book that made me cry, and I have selected Beyond the Wand by Tom Felton because mm. I sobbed for most of this book because it was just like my childhood, and you can tell that Tom Felton really enjoyed his time playing Draco Malfoy, and he started talking about Alan Rickman and Robbie Coltrane, both of which are past now and so it's just really sad to read um and just some really fun stories about different cast members and just so lovely and like the whole chapter about Emma Watson I'm just like these two they just need I swear they're soulmates like they're the one couple like real life couple that I'm like if they never get together like love does not exist because they're precious um so, in case you don't know, Beyond the Wand is about Tom Felton, um, who played Draco Malfoy. He wrote this book all about his time on Harry Potter, um, include, and it starts, like, auditions all the way up to, like, the last day on set. He talks about different castmates he worked with um, and just, like, fan experiences and different stuff like that. It was honestly so compelling. Um, it's rare. I have a lot of nonfiction books that I love, but probably about out of all of them that I've read there's probably only about three or four that have kept my attention from beginning to end um and this was one of them I his story is just so cool and he just he really loved being Draco and if you watch any interviews with him talking about Draco it's very evident and just like reading his love for these stories and like his rehab process and everything was just incredible. It's just, it was such a good story. That made me cry too when he was going through his whole rehab thing. That was very sad. Um, they had like an intervention with him and everything. It was so sad to read. Um, but yeah, I just really enjoyed it. So that is the book that made me cry. Um, book that made me cry was Lightbringer by Claire Legrand. Um, it's the last book in the Imperium trilogy, and just the way it ended, it was a it was a wasn't a terrible ending. It was a it was a happy ending, at least in my book. But it still made me cry because I was so emo- I was very invested in that trilogy. Like I read the first book a couple years ago and loved it, and then went back into it to finish the whole trilogy out. And I don't think I've ever been more emotionally torn about a series. It put me in lots of different emotions. I was happy. I was sad. I was depressed for the majority of the last book. And I think I just cried because, like, you know, 
you when you get emotionally attached to characters and you want wish for them to have a happy ending that's what i wished for oh gosh i'm not gonna say who i wished for these characters to get a happy ending and they did and it was good me reading the hungry Games series for me <laughs> <laughs> be happy um that's my only thing that tears me up about like the potential for a book about Peter and Katniss's kids because I'm like but I don't want to see them drug back into this but I want to see where they're at in life <laughs> I, you can't have it's not Burger King you can't have it your way like if we see where they're at in life Katniss and Peter are going to be drugged back into something and Peter's still got his PTSD <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> um, we need to have a marathon before we go see a ballad of songbirds and snakes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Book that made me laugh. Um, I put The Office BFFs by Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey. So these, this is Pam and Angela from The Office. And they wrote a book. Which if you've listened to the podcast, it was pretty much the same stories. Um, stories like behind the scenes of The Office and stuff. And like there was just a lot of funny moments that weren't scripted um that happened like my favorite one is the one where Jim's supposed to pop the exercise ball that Dwight's on and if you hit the seam of the exercise ball it'll slowly deflate but if you don't it'll just pop so they had done like 25 takes of it and he was meant to just pop it so it popped every single time and the guy with props said hey we've got one more exercise ball let's just go ahead and do another take and on the last take um John Krasinski hits the seam and so it slowly no I said this all backwards if you hit the seam it pops if you don't hit the seam it slowly deflates Mm -hmm. so he was making it slowly deflate every time well the last one he pops it and it just pops and Dwight falls on the floor and that's the take that they kept and you can tell because you see Jenna who plays Pam quickly cover her mouth and you see like John Krasinski, like, exit the camera angle as fast as he can get because he was laughing. Um, And so, stuff like that. Like, I think that's so funny. Um, So, that's the book that made me laugh. Solid. Um, A book that made me laugh. This is going to sound very weird, but trust me. It is the Stalking Jack the Ripper series by Carrie Maniscalco. I was waiting. You were leading that up. I was like... Is it haunting Adeline? <laughs> Nervous <laughs> laughter? Does that count? <laughs> um, if you if we had a book that made me go into a fetal position, I know that it would be there. Haunting Adeline <laughs> would be Dear there. But that made me therapy. <laughs> um, anytime Thomas was on this was on the page. It, anytime he was on the page, he'd always make me laugh because he'd have like the he's he was like Styles. He had these one liners. Oh. <laughs> he had these one liners, and I was like, uh, I was like, I love you. <laughs> the one thing in life I need, I need to make them to make the Team Wolf series into books. Oh my gosh, could spinoffs you would be accepted. Could, could you imagine those in books? <laughs> uh, gosh, my mom does all the grocery shopping. Where are you getting your juice? My mom does all the grocery shopping. shopping. (laughs) I'm playing on the field with the team. With the team. (laughs) Call me Biles. 
It's Biles. I'm Biles. You call me Biles. I swear to God, I'll kill you. Oh, I love him. Um, okay. Best fictional character. So based off recent reads, I chose Daisy Jones from Daisy Jones and the Six. Because her character goes through it, my friend. She goes through horrible childhood, horrible parents. Um, it's the 80s, so she's on drugs. She's drunk all the time. And she's just really, like, emotional. The woman needs therapy. Severely. But she, like, really goes through it. And, like, sticks it out to the end. And I just love the way the book ends for her. I think it's fantastic. It's a great way to end her story. But I just love the character so much. It's so compelling. She constantly screws things up in her life. But not to a point where you're like, come on, Daisy. To a point where you're like, oh, Daisy, no. Like, you feel compassion. You're not just sick of the character. Yeah. Um. So, she just... Her evolution is just so amazing. What she goes through. Um, obviously dealing with Billy. Oh, Billy. I have a love-hate relationship with Billy Dunn. Um, but also the person that got to play her in the show. Freaking Riley Keough, I think is her, how you say her last name. It's Elvis's granddaughter. Like, come on. Um, she was fantastic in the show. The show portrayed her really well. I think she did a fantastic job portraying the character and like everything that needed to be completed in the portrayal of that character was done um so yes i chose her as my favorite character uh for my favorite character for best fictional character um i put riel dardenne from the fury born from the imperium trilogy by claire legrand um god i don't think i've ever loved i think the last time i really loved a main female character has been Aelin. And so, Riel is definitely up there. She goes, she goes through it. Like, she literally starts out where she has to hide, where she has these powers she can't really control, and so everybody's trying to tell her, do this, don't do this, chill out. And then, but then she's got these friends that she can be a little more relaxed around, but then, when one of her friends almost gets killed, she risks everything to save them, save them, which means unveiling her secret. And from that point forward, she is raised up and told she has to be this. You have to be this. And then when that eventually turns into the opposite direction, she becomes the thing that everybody hates. Oh, right. so mm-hmm. it's she's a very she's a very tragic character and. I like how her story comes full circle and how it ends in the last in the last series in the last book, and so I don't think I've ever been more emotionally invested in a character. I was like, please just just give her something, <laughs> give oh, her no. something happy. I'm sick of watching her being depressed. Um, yeah, I would say, of course, there's another character in that book that is tied with her, but I would definitely say Riel is probably the best one. That are, she's in my top three female characters. I need she's, to get to this. You said that's the Furyborn. It's the it's Furyborn King's Bane and Lightbringer. Yeah, I've got the first two. I need to read them. You need. Please do. I've got like a list of books I need please, to read the rest of the year. Please do. I need I need someone to talk to about oh. this. 
I've got so many books to read. I've got a, I've made a list for myself of like these books have to be completed this year. So I'm trying to get through those first and then whatever's left over, I gotta, I got some other stuff I gotta, I gotta read because I need to read Red, White, and Royal Blue so I can watch the movie. And then somebody put on TikTok. I thought this was so funny. I need to watch the last two episodes of Summer I Turned Pretty. I still haven't watched them yet. Um, it's the final two episodes. Um, but somebody put that the green screens in red, white, and royal blue really sucked. But it's understandable considering Amazon Prime spent their entire budget on buying Taylor Swift songs for season two of The Summer I Turned Pretty. Literally, my <laughs> And I gosh. thought that was so funny. I was like, you know, that's probably true. <laughs> Because there's been, like, I'm so mad. I want to rant for a hot second. Okay. Let's just say there's a scene in season two when two characters are on the beach and it's snowing. Did they play snow on the beach? No, No. they did not. They played it later in a completely different scene where there is not snow on the beach. I'm like, why would you not? Blank. What a missed opportunity. Like, that seems so obvious to me that you would play Taylor Swift's Snow on the Beach during the scene where they're on the beach and there's snow coming down. But no, I would have rather them not played it at all than play it later. Yeah. Like, that, why, I don't, who did that? I hope that's an editing mistake. Because, <laughs> like, why would you not, I, I, they're on the beach on a completely different episode. Like two episodes later, they're on the beach and that song starts playing. It's not snowing. <laughs> Why would you have played it when it was snow? I don't get it. Anyways, rant over. <sighs> I apologize. Okay, where were we at? I don't know. Um, best couple. So shout out to my girl Caven. Because I'm giving okay. her best couple of Adalia and Brazen. Because they were... Listen, these two characters are forbidden to touch. If they touch, they die. It doesn't get better than that. <laughs> I'm just saying. I think Adalia was very... She had her annoying moments, but she also had moments where you're like, Okay, girl, go off. And then he had his annoying moments. And then you had moments where you're like, mm, Yep, come this way. <laughs> Come to me. Uh, I was thinking of Christie's instructor. Come to me. Come to me, ladies. <laughs> That's brazen. Um, but I just love that, like, that it doesn't get better than if they touch, they die. I I got nothing. That's, That's all I like. Got. That's like forbidden lovers on crack. It's literally called a forbidden fate. I'm just saying. Drop the mic. Um. Okay, my best couple is gonna sound really basic. Uh oh. <laughs> um, I'm going with Fair and Reason. <laughs> you got, you gotta love it. I did not like them in Silver Flames, but okay. <laughs> Excluding Court of Silver Flames because, you know, <laughs> they were quite annoying. Well. I know some bits and pieces of A Court of Silver Flames because I've read bits and pieces of it. Um, I didn't finish it all the way. They were blocking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know the word that's supposed to go with that. I'm not saying that on the podcast. But they were blocking. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going based off of the first three. <laughs> um, 
chapter 54. Wait, was it 54 or 55? Based off books you read recently? That was last year, I think. No, I completely changed mine. Excuse me. Um... I was going to say, you definitely read those before scratch last year. Scratch that. Scratch that. Scratch that. Um, I read them last time we were at the beach. Scratch which that. Which was two years ago. Scratch that. We're going to go with Avery and Jameson. Okay. That's <laughs> better. Thank you. My mom started the inheritance games today. <gasps> she did? She loves it. She See? thinks it's so funny so far. See, I'm going to go with Jameson and Avery because, my gosh. She's only just started, though. Grayson just showed up and told her she was in the will. We're going to go with Jameson and Avery because they fit together so well. Amen. They both love solving puzzles. He calls her Eris. <laughs> There's a sticker on my laptop that says, well then, Eris, game on. <sighs> Need I say more? <laughs> um, He just, I love how, like, she's like, I'm going to go do this. And he's like. All right, I'll go with you. I'll just... They are Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince. <gasps> they really are. Wow. Um, <laughs> had a revelation. Um, I, <laughs> based off your earlier answer, I had a revelation. The chorus, <laughs> there's three different choruses in Long Story Short. Mm-hmm. The middle one is Feyre. <laughs> I was listening to it, and I thought of it, and I laughed out loud in my car. Like, one of those laughs where I just went, ha, because it says... Hold, um, please, hold, please, hold, please. It was a bad time, and then, long story short, it was the wrong guy. And I was like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> That's Pharaoh. Hello. Thank you. Um, I classify... I categorize the other two choruses, I think. Hold on. I'll have to look. Because I fell from the pedestal right down the rabbit hole. Long story short, it was a bad time. Push from the precipice, clung to the ne- <laughs> clung to the nearest slips. Long story short, it was the wrong guy. When Amen. I heard, when I heard that chorus, immediately in my mind I went, wow, that's like favorite. And I was in my car in the red, at the red light and I just went, ha! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with Jameson and Avery because they're just, they're two peas in a pod. <laughs> They really are. Um, yeah, I'm gonna put go with them. He just goes. He just goes along with her stuff. Doesn't question it. Sometimes he goes off and does his own thing, and she follows him. So, you know what? It works. I could have. Sw- I don't know. I feel like Farrah and I feel like the Akatar I read a couple years ago. I felt like I read it last year, but I think that was because you read it. I felt like I was reading it along with you. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's the first two courses or that. But I was just yeah. like, favorite. Sorry. That. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was still on the first train of thought. What did you say? I was, wait, what? <laughs> I was still on the long story short train of thought. I'm sorry. Um, I think. Oh, gosh. When did I read Akatar? I feel like it was. Tw- a long time ago. Because I, I didn't read Akawar until we were at the beach and you had done random. And that was two years ago. I think that... It was either 2020 or 2021. Like, late 2020. I... Um... It was probably 2020. Because I finished... 
Because we went to the beach in 2021. Yes. It was 2020 because at that point, that was at the in tax season of 2021 was when I was listening to Empire of Storms. Yes. And I had already read the first two Crescent Cities. Yeah. That's why I see 2020, I completely blocked out that year. So <laughs> I thought I read it in 2021. Nope. I did not. I read it in 2020. <laughs> Oops. Anyways. Anyways, for my best couple, it is Jameson and Avery. That's what we're going to go with as well. Um, next one. Book that made me angry. Gee whiz. <laughs> okay, so I took a different angle with this. Not angry as in, this is the worst book I've ever read. I took, and you can take this either way you want it. But the way I took it was, book that made me angry, book that made me like, literally like, I'm going to throw this book across the room. Are you kidding me? Realm of Shadows and Flame by B.L. Talley. Ooh. Because of all the stuff with Flynn. Yes. Oh, like, my gosh. Please get out of here. Was it Finn or Flynn? Finn. Finn. Sorry. I called him Flynn. Flynn, Flynn Rider? Flynn. Hello. Um, Unless we're both wrong. <laughs> so, he kept making me severely angry. And I kept wanting to scream sing all too well. Also, I beta read a book recently. And I it made me want to scream sing the man. Almost every chapter. Little side note. Um, but it made me want to scream sing all too well at him every time i read his name on the book mm-hmm. on the pages um so great book l- fantastic book you put it as your best book i agree it's a great book um but the amount of times that i was speaking to the invisible cameraman and like flipping the book off yeah book that made me angry hands down realm of shadows and flame by bl tally interesting okay book that made me angry so this one is very much like, I want to throw the book across the room. I hate this. Like, please get me out of this book as quickly as possible. Um, and that is, for a book that made me angry, I'm going to go with Verity. Oh. Because of certain things that, that happen in this book. Because of certain things that happen in this book that made me severely angry at a certain person. <laughs> um, I was just like... I was angry at myself because this book... Now, I'm not saying this book is bad. The book is great. Albeit a little confusing. Um, The bonus chapter just makes it worse. (laughs) Um, It made me angry because of certain actions that are done in this book where I'm like, what? I hope this person rots in the deepest, darkest pits of the abyss. Like, (laughs) get out of here. And you probably know who I'm talking about. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with made me severely frustrated. Also, because there are things that are happening that are very much happening. And the main character's like, hey, this is happening. And then the other guys, and then the guy's like, I, what are you talking about? No, it's not. <laughs> like, it'll buff. I'm like, huh? Guy. Home guy. Like, <laughs> Open your eyes. <laughs> uh, yep, Verity. Go read it. <laughs> okay. You probably know my answer. Book that stressed me out. <laughs> can I can I can I say it? I was gonna say, would you like to say it with me? One, two, three. Haunting, Haunting Adeline. Adeline. <laughs> By HD Carlton. <laughs> because this book gave me the hives. <laughs> I thought 
thought you would have put this one in book that made me wish I couldn't read. No, this book gave me hives. This book's a great book. It was fantastic, but it's very traumatic. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, <laughs> the part that really honestly stressed me out the most was just like the stalker premise. I was like, no, no, he put someone's hands in a box and left them at our front door. No. <laughs> I was just like the whole time in this book. There was never a not a moment when I was reading this book that my face was not in a permanent shocked position. Um, so this book just really stressed me out like hardcore. Also like stressed me out internally because I was like okay there were moments when I was like this man he is the man he's fantastic he's gorgeous he's saying all the right things and then the next moment you're like he needs to go (laughs) he's the worst so it was very stressful um i don't know what else to say (laughs) it was so stressful um it is a stalker situation so there's that (laughs) Which was part of the problem of me being like, no, you need to, you need to leave. You it's need like to that, go. what is it? I don't know if it's a Vine or if it's like, or if it was a TikTok where somebody said something and everybody's like, oh, no. And then all of a sudden you hear a person, you need to leave. I don't know. I haven't heard that one. But uh, that's all I got. I mean, there's nothing else to say. It was very, very stressful. Very um, traumatic. I now need therapy. Thank you. <laughs> Good day. <laughs> um, book that stressed me out. Okay, I think for mine, I, I was actually a dum-dum and forgot to write that one down. Oh, because I didn't sit in the picture. Yeah. That's fine. Um, so I'm going to go with Crescent City House of Earth and Blood <laughs> for stressing me out. And for the record, I read this on the beach, so that didn't make it any better. I couldn't stress out in the in the room (laughs) um specifically we're talking about the last 100 pages when yeah christmas city stressed me out especially when bryce was fighting what's his face final battle not good for my blood pressure (laughs) um and i can't wait to read the sequel (laughs) um yeah i'm gonna go with crescent city house of earth and blood now, if we were just going to go books that maybe stress out in general, no matter what the year, all of Throne of Glass. <laughs> Literally. That gave me an aneurysm. Same. Um, mostly just like, okay, who's the girl's mate? Like, <laughs> who's next? going to be with? Got like just, three different men going. Just pick one. <laughs> um, anyways, next one. <laughs> Book that I read in one day. Easy peasy, recent read, um, an offer from a gentleman by Julia Quinn, which is the third book in the Bridgerton series. I'm not even joking. I started it one morning. I was done with it by the time I went to bed that night. It was so good. It was Benedict's story. I love him. <laughs> um, I It was just so good. So I was saying earlier, it was kind of like a take on a Cinderella story. Um, he meets her at a masquerade ball. She has to leave the whole Cinderella of it all. And 
Um, he goes searching for her, but he can't find her. And then the next chapter is three years later. She's fleeing from a party and about to get assaulted. And he comes in and saves the day. And he doesn't know who she is, but she knows who he is. She remembers him because he wasn't wearing a mask, but she was. So you go back and forth between their POVs. And like when it's his POV, there's moments of like him being like, I really like this girl, but what about the mystery girl from that night? Like, I've been looking for her for years, and I'm just like, the irony here, Benedict, my man. <laughs> like, she's, that, that is her. Sir, that is her. Um, there's several stressful situations. Somebody gets arrested. <laughs> Somebody runs from law. Um... It was great. I just, I cannot wait for his season. And I'm so sad they're skipping over his season. Because um, I think he's adorable. He's precious. Um, so his, definitely that book. I, I'm like really on a Bridgerton kick. Like legitimately on a kick. I, I did not, I fought these books for so long. I did not want to get them. I didn't think I'd like it. Because it's like romance and I don't tend to go for romance and I just did not think I'd like them and the first two books were like they were good but you know there's the show so I kind of already knew it was going to happen but with this third book I'm like all in I'm so ready to read the next one I'm ready to read the rest of the series like I could honestly binge read the whole series because I don't typically binge read series because I get I get burned out on them but with this being like each book is about a different person and a different story, I could binge read this whole series. And so I've made myself a deal since I've got so many books I need to read. I'm trying to like read a book, read a Bridgerton book, read another book, read a Bridgerton book and go every other. Because I don't want to like speed read through them. I want to make them last. So, yes, an offer from my gentleman by Julia Quinn. So... I technically, in regards to this year and last year, I don't actually have a book that I read in one day, but I do have one from, like, I think 2021 that I read in a day, so... Do you have a book that you've read recently that it didn't take you very long to read at all? Oh, gosh, yeah. Um... I can go with that. Um, the six... I'm gonna go with the Six Olympians. Well, technically, I read it in a day, because I think I started it at, like, midnight one night. <laughs> so, um, The Six Olympians by Maria Alarcon. It was a very short book, but it was very, very good. Um, it brought me back to my childhood of reading, like, Percy Jackson and that stuff. It was that kind of book. Um, I just, oh, I loved it. Not to mention one of the characters has my name and it's spelled the same and it's said the exact same. So, that's another reason why I like it. Um, but it also made me somewhat angry because it ended on such a cliffhanger. It literally ended with a person going, what the? And then it ends. And so, I was like, oh. Ah. So, I cannot wait for the second book to come out. Um, that's... Almost as bad as the way House of Breath and Blood, or pff, hello, the House of Sky and Breath ends. Yeah. So there's, yeah, I would definitely say the Six Olympians. Okay. Um, book that took me forever to read. 
Prior to the orange tree, it took me the longest to read <gasps> in my entire life. That's my It took answer. me two weeks. That's It took me a whole month. <laughs> Actually, no, it did take me a whole month, didn't it? That was the only book I read that month because of it. You started it in June. <gasps> I did. It took me a month. Because you were reading it while we were at the beach. It did take me a month. Shoot. No, it was a different book. Um, yeah, it took me a whole month. That's actually gonna be. That's actually my answer too. <laughs> I started it in March. So much world building and so many characters. Some of the stuff could have been cut out, and I would like been okay. at least with Crescent City. Yes, it's a lot of world building, but you're just following one character. Sometimes two. With Prior to the Orange Tree, you were following like six different characters. Well, technically, you're following three. Oh yeah, Rune. Yeah, your Rune's. Like what? But still, they're I know, all together. Still, yeah, they're all... And you can figure it out. The whole six of these characters it's, are it's separated. One, it's one mystery with three different viewpoints working towards that mystery. Yes. So, but with Priory, it was all over the place. Like, not a single one of the characters with a POV were together. No. Until the end. It, until the very end. I was like... And... It took me forever. And I still can't remember anybody's names. The only person I remember is Ede. <laughs> That's all I got. Isn't there like a Nicolay? Nicolase. Nicolase. There's Ede, Nicolase, Tanya, and... La... Um... <laughs> oh, Tanya was the only character I liked. Yes. Um, But honestly, I kept like in the beginning, the first quarter of the book... I was so confused. Her and Ede's storyline crossed over so much that I just, like, to begin with, it took me a long time to realize Ede was not the man, was not who discovered the man on the beach in the first chapter. That's what I thought, it too, took at me first. Forever. But, um, yeah, that, yeah, that one took me a long time to read. Yeah, that took forever. And that was, and by the time I was done with it, I was like, you know... This wasn't really worth the hype. It needed to be split. It really did. It needed to be split into like a duology. Make two books out of this. Why is this one book? Yeah. Because it's too much to digest. And I don't know if I'm going to pick up the prequel and then go back and read Priory. I might listen to Priory. Apparently, if you read the prequel and then read Priory, it makes so much more sense. I think I may read the prequel and then like listen to Priory. Just listen to both of them. (laughs) because <laughs> i don't really want to read them honestly the other one's just as big i know i just i can't focus on a book if i'm physically reading a book i cannot focus for that long if i listen to that thing i'll have it done in a week yeah i can't bring myself to sit down and focus enough if it's that long there's that much world building i think it says something about the author too because fourth wing yes there's some world building but, like, by page 50, I was fully caught up. I was aware of what was going on in the world. Mm-hmm. Most because I like the way she does it. And you'll see what I'm talking about. The way that the world building is delivered to the reader, I think it's so cool. Okay. Because it's during a high-intensity situation, but it's being fed to you, but not in a way of, like, this is what's happening in the world. It's not It's exposition. in a unique way, and you'll see what I mean. Is it exposition in, like, a unique way? It's, like... Don't tell me. I'll figure it out. You'll see what I mean. Okay. It's hard to say, but it's not like you're not reading. This is what 
is going on in the world. Mm-hmm. It's happening in a in such a unique way that you're you're reading a high intense situation, but you're being fed information at the same time. You just don't really realize it. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. I love the way it's done. Um, you'll see what I mean. But uh, yeah, I think it says something about the author too, because I feel like there's ways to do it. I also think she had too many POVs going. Somebody needed she, to be cut and get like at that point. Nicholas could have. Nicholas could have been was cut. On my nerves. <laughs> I did not like him. I was over him. Um, Locke was Locke the other one. Locke popped into my head. Um, watch that not even be his name. Uh, so I think there's too many POVs. I think at that point, if you want to have that many POVs, you should have cut the book down, kept the POVs minimal, give one of them a spinoff. Give him a novella. I don't think it was necessary to have all those pandies. You probably could have cut Nicholas completely out of it. And you could have... on my He could have been like a side character. I was so over him. You could have... He could have been a side character. You probably could have put Locke, if that's even his name. You could probably have given him a spinoff. Because the only story- people I was really even like interested in was Tanya and Eid. That was it. And even Eid was getting on my nerves a little bit. Sabron got on my nerves. That's why I couldn't stand her points of Eid's point of view sometimes. Yeah. Both um, of them. I was also very confused with Locke. Like, this is the part I still have not understood. Let me look and was, see if that's his actual name. <laughs> okay. Was he supposed to be married to Sabron? Was he somebody's brother? I was so confused. She, He's related to Sabron, but I don't think they were supposed to be married. I think he was supposed to marry marry somebody else what's he was supposed to be Eid getting together on the down low i don't know he and sabron i think he was supposed to be at sabron's wedding and somehow i don't know but he was friends with Eid. yes i was so confused (laughs) that part was getting me i was like wait is he supposed to be with Eid or was he with sabron i was he somebody's brother i was so confused Loth. Oh, we were close. Loth. L-O-T-H. So. We were close. Anyways, let's move on from this book. <laughs> um, okay, next category is book that made me believe in love. This one might be a little bit, tad bit obvious, but based off of bi- books I've read recently, I would actually choose a different book by this author, but I read that a long time ago. Um, Persuasion by Jane Austen. Mm. Um... I would actually choose Pride and Prejudice if I had the choice, but I read Pride and Prejudice a long time ago, so based off of books that we've read recently, I would say Persuasion. I love the storyline of, like, they were together, and then because of society, she thought they shouldn't be together, so then she broke up with him, and then he comes back into town, and then they get married together at the end. It was just such a cute little story. I thought it was adorable. Um, For me, I'm going to go with For the Wolf. By Hannah Witten. Um, it was... Is that the one that has deckled pages? Yes. Okay. Um, it's the one that I loved when I read it. Um, it was really cool because with Red and the Wolf, I don't remember his... I don't remember how to pronounce his name. Um, they didn't start off, like, having feelings for each other right away, which I hate. I hate it. They started off as friends. Like, they they started off, like, he's like, you don't have to be here. 
go away. <laughs> and she's like, nope, I'm staying. And he's like, all right. And then they slowly become friends over time. And then that friendship uh, becomes love. They don't even, like, f- like admit their feelings for each other until, like, almost over halfway of the book. Like, almost towards the end. <laughs> so, um, and he was willing to die for her. <laughs> oh. In many different ways. <laughs> um, there was a fake marriage. <laughs> mm. Um, you need to read it. It's very good. Um, yeah. He li- I think he literally says at some point, what? <laughs> oh, that was straight syrup. <laughs> I think there wasn't a- much water coming through, so it was mostly syrup. I think there was at one point, he says something along the lines of, I would burn the world for you. Huh? <gasps> that makes me think of, in Red Queen, there's a line where she says, um, I could set this world on fire and call it rain. That's what that made me think of. Um, has nothing to do with it, but <laughs> it made me think of ah! it. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with that one. Okay. And last, but... Oh, wait, no. That's not last. Hello. Book that made me fall in love with reading. And I chose Forbidden Fate by Caven Heerning. Because I think out of all the books that I've read recently, like, I read A Forbidden Fate coming out of a reading slump. And it brought me right on out of that reading slump. So, that's kind of what I would uh, put with falling in love with reading. Like, I think of it in terms of, like, what's a book that I've read that makes me realize, like, this is why I like to read for these types of books. And that was a book that, like, at the time that I read it, there was a lot of books I was reading lately that I was just like, eh, it's okay, it was good, I got through it. There wasn't anything bad about it, but there wasn't anything draw-droppingly amazing about it. But A Forbidden Fate, I read it in like a day and a half. It was wonderful. It's wonderful. It's marvelous. For me, I'm going to go with An Air Comes to Rise by Chloe C. Pinaranda because this, I, when I read this, started reading this series, I was currently suffering from a throne of glass hangover (laughs) for quite a few years. Um... I've been looking for a fantasy series that would be longer than a trilogy to get into that would give me a feeling like I that Throne of Glass gave me. And I read An Air Comes to Rise. I read I read 10 I read chapters 1 through 10 in a day. So like I I almost got that I could have gotten that puppy done in a day if I wanted to. But it's just, I'm like, this is why I read. Because it made me want to escape and go to this world. I read books to get away from reality. Don't we all? Um, so. Get back to reality. Oh, there goes Rep. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, that's the only lines I know from that song. That and then Mom's Spaghetti. Oh, there goes Gravity. <laughs> um, but yeah, I loved I love me a good fantasy series, and I think I had just was coming out of reading Slump when I read that series, too, so, I don't know, I just love moments like that where you can open a book, and from, like, the very first page, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna That's been fourth wing for me so far. Okay. It's been crazy. I'm really, 
um, watch me stay up till 1am finishing it and have to go to church the next morning. <laughs> started out crazy. I picture her sister, so her sister's in the beginning of the book. I don't know why, but I pictured her as that chick from the Avengers that was working with Fury. What's her name? Maria? No. No. Was it? The girl that's in the first Avengers movie that was working with Nick Fury. That had the short hair. That was an agent. She didn't have short hair in the first one. Maria? Was that her name? <laughs> Maria Hill? Hill. That's what I know her. Agent Hill. Yes. I don't know why, but I picture her as her older sister. Because she's described as, like, tall and has, like, dark, short hair. And I was just like, that chick from the Avengers. I don't know why. <laughs> but. So, you'll now have that picture in your head. Thank you. You're welcome. Um... Yeah, I'm going to go with an air comes to rise. Okay. Okay, last but not least, um, book that made me wish I couldn't read. This <laughs> one was pretty easy to come up with. Um, Beautiful Disaster by Jane Require. <laughs> um, the movie was so good. It was so weird and it was so funny, but it was so good. The book, like I read the book before I watched the movie. Let me be clear. Um, the book was just not it, man. And I almost didn't watch the movie because I didn't like the book. But then I, like, the book, the movie saved it, which never happens. Um, but the book was just, it was so good. I was so enthralled up until, like, the last two or three chapters. And then I was like, well, this is crap. This is stupid. The ending was not what it needed to be. So, it kind of has the same situation as if you've read After by Anna Todd. That very toxic, codependent relationship is happening same as in did in after um but after kind of like drew it out across four books and let these characters like grow up and not be so codependent and like there was a lot of flash forwards and you know lots of space in between i kind of want to read the rest of the series to see if maybe it salvages that but the base off the first book it got so stupid and i was like this is not gonna work this cannot work. This is so toxic. This is so codependent. This is the worst. Um, and at that point, I finished the book and was like, I've just wasted hours of my life reading this book. So, that was an easy pick for this category. Um, <laughs> so, mine, book that made me wish I couldn't read. One of these I've already said before. Um... I'm going to go with Crown of Gilded Bones again. And you may get, this may put me in the hot seat. Um, I'm not saying the entirety of it made me wish I could, made me wish I did, couldn't read. There were certain bits of it that made me wish I couldn't read. And that is the summer I turned pretty. It's very young adult. It's very Wattpad. It's very scholastic <laughs> it's, book fair. It's very Wattpad. Like the I'm third reading book. Have you finished it? No. The third book's really good. I liked the first one and the third one. The second one, I was like, Listen, very corny. for me, it's very scholastic book fair. Very Wattpad. You will probably not understand. <laughs> you probably don't understand the Wattpad reference. Because people may... know Wattpad. I mean... I know, but... Not under a rock. I know you're not under... But listen, there were books that I read on Wattpad in like... 2015 2016 
that gave me the summer I turned pretty vibes. Like literally while I was reading, I was like, has this been on Wattpad? <laughs> After was on Wattpad. It is on Wattpad. Um, it was a Harry Styles fan fiction originally. There's big, there's, um, I've read the Wattpad version because the Wattpad version has things in it that she took out to shorten it for the books. Um, so I read those because it was like, I need the extra time. But it may, mainly just because of Belly. <laughs> she, uh, she slightly gets on my nerves at times. I'm like, my gosh, Belly, just make up your mind. Her, just, just go away for that matter. Uh, uh, she doesn't get on my nerves that badly. She does me. Um, she just needs to make a freaking decision. Her, 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 and Taylor both. <laughs> okay, I did not like Taylor. Taylor, I wanted to throw her into the street. She was awful. She was the worst friend, and I'm glad they fixed that in the show. Um, but yeah, there was just certain moments. Moments. There were certain moments where I'm like, I really wish I can't read, or um, secondhand embarrassment. <laughs> There's lots of that in book two. There is my gosh. Book two, I did not like book two. I liked book one and I liked book three. What did I? I give? liked book three of the best of them. I think when we did our was it July wrap up? Um, when I mentioned that, I think I gave book two like a three point six. Yeah, I didn't like book three. Um, I mean book two. Book three was my favorite. Book two. I, did I say book two or did I say book three? I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna go with. Crown of Gil- well, I'm gonna go with Crown of Killabones and Summer I Turned Pretty. They're technically tied. <laughs> Would you say the Summer I Turned Pretty or specifically the second book? The second book. Okay. It's not Summer Without You. It's not Summer, yeah. Okay. Um I like the first one and I like the third the one. The first one the was the second one was just the first a one lot was cute. It was like a short, cute summer read. Second one, I'm like, okay, where Belly said Belly at the end said, I'm I'm not gonna worry about Conrad. Second book literally goes right back to chasing i'm like honey <laughs> i get it because i've been there <laughs> i've been there several times and so i get it but i'm like first world problems i got two smoking smoking hot boys after me and i can't make up my mind <laughs> okay billy let's make some decisions yep we'll go with it's not summer without you Okay. Well, that wraps it all up. Um, we did not have a game this week because this episode's already long enough. <laughs> um, but next week we are going to be talking about our August wrap-ups. Okay. <laughs> Yay. I think I'll have like three or four. Oh my gosh, I'll actually have like a quality wrap-up. I think I'll have like two. I think I'll have like two or three. Quality wrap-up. Um, so yeah, our August wrap-up is next week. Um... We hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Let us know if you would like to see a part two, if there's maybe some other categories you would like to hear us answer to. Um, this was just kind of like a fun a fun episode to do. Um, not really any specific discussions. Um, <laughs> just something fun to do. Um, Quite a few tangents. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. If you've been listening for a while. If you've it, been listening it, it, since... If you've quo. been listening since the beginning, you know that... We have said before, we will go off on tangents. It's status quo. Like, this just happens. Um, but yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. And be sure to rate and subscribe and follow us on all our socials. And I think that's all I got. These books that we mentioned, um, you know, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> 
I had a train of thought and it derailed. Were you going to go along the lines if your favorite book was on here and we put it as a worst book? Don't get mad at us. That, um, <laughs> this is, that's what it was. These books that we picked, these are all of our own opinion. No offense is intended towards any author or anybody who liked books that we didn't like or did not like books that we liked. These are of our own opinions. Clearly, there's parts where we differ. Hallie with the Summer I Turn Pretty series. Um, so there are moments where we differ. Also, let us know what your book tag is. Yeah. Yes. That'd be fun. Respond to it. Um, tag it, like, put it on your stories, put it on your TikTok, tag us in it, and let us know. Um, but yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode, and we will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.